and welcome back to another episode of Deets with Dita. I'm your host Nandita and today we are going to be talking about um, a topic that I am really interested in because I feel like it consumes a large portion of our life at the moment um, and that is binge watching. So what I wanted to do is instead of give a very blanketed like here are different shows that you can binge watch and like here are the shows that I've binge watched. I wanted to make it a little bit more informative and do a bit of an investigation which is what I kind of did and I did some predictions and as you'll see in the episode it was like super fun to kind of sit down and like properly think about uh, because I go into the background of binge watching so where the word originated from like where when did it rise in popularity um why did it rise in popularity the definition of it um the pros and cons and i guess the types of binge watching because i feel like if you are a what's the word veteran uh, binge watcher then you know that there are different types of binge watching and i've kind of classed it into like two different categories that can also be interlinked so stay tuned for my whole views on that but i am really excited to get into this episode because to prepare for this episode i did binge watch two shows um <laughs> this week i have also nearly finished the community uh, I am on the last season of it, like very few episodes left. I think by the time this episode comes out, I probably would have finished it, uh, which is insane. And I mentioned it a few episodes back as being part of both my recommend and my to the back end, which is interesting. And I think a lot of series do that as well. Um, but anyway, going off on a tangent, that's what I did to prepare for this episode this week. So without further ado, let's get into the background of binge watching. So, what is the definition of binge watching? I hear you ask. Well, I will answer it for you. So, binge watching is essentially the practice of watching episodes of a television program in rapid succession, typically by means of DVDs or digital streaming. Now, I think what a lot of people forget is that binge watching Although we associate it really strongly with streaming sites, as I'll get onto in a little bit, but there is a strong association to binge watching with box sets. Um, so like, you know, the DVD box sets that you get or even the on-demand that you would get on your like TV um, network box, right? And I think that's a large portion of how this culture kind of rose as well as with streaming sites. So yeah, like I remember like just going into HMV um, and basically seeing, you know, of the series, especially me growing up with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., like that was my show, that was my show. Um, and I would go into like HMV and I would see like the DVD box sets of like season one and like season two and like all the different seasons. And you could buy them similar as if you would like buy just a dvd for like a film you could buy them for tv shows as well um and that was probably the way people started doing this whole um binge watching culture and that's probably where it originated from and then picked up 
because of streaming sites, as we'll get on to. So, the term binge watching can be traced back as far as 2003. That is insane. Um, I genuinely didn't think it would be that old. Um, like it is almost as old as me, as me, which is a bit crazy. Um, but it didn't come into common usage until around 2012. Now, this is where I put my thinking cap on when no one asked me to, but I was so curious that I just wanted to research this. Okay. So I was like, what is so interesting about 2012 that meant that this this word didn't become common usage until then so i did my research and i strongly think there are two factors that contributed towards the i guess popularity of the word or the use that like the, the word becoming more of common use um and these two things are streaming sites as i mentioned before and the quality of shows coming out now significance of 2012 so if you recall back to my streaming sites episode the uk version of netflix um was came about in 2012 right that's a bit interesting so that was one fact that i found out that i guess could contribute to maybe like because as you know streaming sites they're very heavily associated with the fact you sit down and you watch at your own pace it doesn't necessarily have to be um a weekly thing which is what we see with normal shows um like that air on tv um then another thing that was interesting is that in 2013 netflix started rolling out original content which I think would have aided towards the um I guess like the the rise in population like the surge like obviously it became common in 2012 but it probably rose even more to popularity in 2013 because of these uh, original content and these original contents being Orange is the New Black which were aired between 2013 to 2019 and then obviously the first ever um original series that um netflix ever put out which was house of cards so these were all starting to come about now before these even started to come out i really do think that the quality of tv shows coming about really aided to the binge watching and this is where we move a little bit away from streaming sites just for a second to talk about this on-demand box set culture right so shows like game of thrones which aired between 2011 to 2019 shows like breaking bad from 2008 to 2013 right you've got suits from 2011 to 2019 like all these shows were extremely acclaimed and everyone loved them which meant that people i think people couldn't deal with the fact that they needed to i guess sit down at a specific time and watch a specific program like that's how tv works new episodes air nine ten o'clock at night or like what seven six like any time that the network chooses to weekly 
for some people it may be that they can't like watch it at that specific time so they'll have to either catch up with it on demand or buy a box set dvd or record it and watch later which then leads to the fact is that if you repeatedly week on week um if you end up not being able to watch the episodes you end up accumulating episodes and then suddenly in one sitting you end up watching all of the episodes that you had like left and left to watch on demand or record your box set or whatever and so the term binge watching has come about you know you sit there in that one sitting and you just consume all of this content in like a short period of time and I think that is where that I think personally that's where binge watching originated from this whole like the fact that people don't really have time to just sit and like watch um at specific times so I think that's where it all originated and coined from then you have streaming sites and I think streaming sites really did add to this because now you've got shows that aren't being released weekly and instead they are released so the day of release ends up being like the the release of a whole season for example and that's where you get this whole thing where you have now on a specific platform all the episodes all at once of a specific show that you feel so tempted that you just want to watch it and like I think that added to the fact added to this binge watching culture definitely in the sense of popularity so you have the box sets and you have the on demand and you have like the recorded like origins and then the surge of popularity came from Netflix essentially like the, it's as simple as that and like you had Breaking Bad which got put on Netflix from 2011 so that was like being rolled out as well and that was such a popular series and everyone wanting to binge watch it and because word of mouth gets about about this specific series and like hey like season three of this series has come out and then someone's like whoa I never heard of that is it really good and they're like yeah that all the episodes are like on this streaming site you should watch it and then suddenly you get this whole thing of like even though episodes have already come out of this show ages ago people are still like new people are still going to it and watching it which is insane and like that is what that is what binge culture like binge watching culture has become um and it's really important to to think about it and yeah i think original content on netflix definitely helps this because they're just putting out all the season all at once quality shows being released at that time and then just it was like a culmination of things that had been in the making for a long time that led to the point where binge watching became such a well-known like thing and um I think I don't know to me that is a really interesting concept to think about because I definitely like found it really interesting that all these pieces of the puzzle fit together at that one specific moment to meet to make it that this has become such a uh how do i say it? it's like it's such a well-known like just way of life i guess because there is not one person i don't think i know that hasn't like binged watched a show and to me that's 
insane and to be part like to for netflix to be part of like a movement like that is extremely extremely impactful so props to them like we wouldn't have binge watching culture without streaming sites like that's insane but with anything that rises in popularity um super quickly there's always going to be the pros and cons of it now to me i think personally the pros outweigh the cons so let me let's let's talk about this right so for me a pro of like binge watching is you don't really have to wait for shows to release episodes weekly as i said before or wait for like a new season for like a whole year so like wait for a new season for like a year and then get it instead like you have shows like uh friends or the fresh prince that all just get put on the streaming site at once and you can just consume the content at your own pace so it's like you you are the chooser of how you wish to consume the show and i think that gives a lot more of the power to the watcher rather than uh the people putting out the content um there and i think there is a big advantage of this in long series um and long series um i'll get onto like the types of binge watching in a second but just to to let you know like long series is basically anything i would say anything above like three seasons is like a long series to me and in these long series you're definitely going to have these things called filler episodes if you don't know what filler episodes are it's just it kind of they're episodes that just are there um to kind of i don't know just to they're just there they don't really move the plot as much they don't really do anything towards moving the story forward in any sort of like direction it's just there as like content and a lot of long series do this like modern family gilmore girls like you name it it probably has a filler episode somewhere in there um but it just tends to be more common in long series so when you have these type of filler episodes it's easy to kind of just zoom through it and then if you feel bored of this filler episode you don't have to wait another week for the next episode to come out or another year if it's like the end of the 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 newest season like um you you can just skip on straight to the next season or um or like the next episode that was going to be released the next week i guess another pro for me in particular is that i find comfort in watching a show um in like the background right like sometimes you don't want it to be too quiet around or like instead of listening to music you rather have something like either that you've seen or that's quite mindless and doesn't require too much attention to be on in the background and um i think that's a good advantage of having like binge watching because you can just have it on in the background while you're doing other things like you're cleaning or you're doing work or you're cooking like that's a part of binge watching culture that people forget is that it helps like fill i guess maybe some silence that may be in your life or some mundane or boringness that could be in your life and 
I think that is a huge like influential and impactful thing uh, when you have to think about binge watching. Now onto the cons. Um, personally, I am a victim of this. Binge watching can get very unhealthy. Um, binge watching, you can end up getting, especially if it's a really interesting show, you could end up getting so immersed in it that you forget like the concept of time. <laughs> I mean, everyone's been there, right? You've de at one point or another, you can't tell me that you haven't been sat there till like ridiculously late hours or early hours into the morning and just watching a show like if if you haven't then you truly have not um like reached the pinnacle of binge watching um and yeah it's it's really it's really interesting because I have done this countless countless times and I think although you may feel like it's super cool and like the series is gripping you and that's why like it's that's why you're doing it because you're enjoying it you need to understand that like these things can also really affect your sleeping schedule and can really affect your and take it from me if something affects your sleeping schedule your whole like vibe and your whole um just life like day daily routine gets thrown completely out of the window and that's why that type of thing can be extremely harmful um when you just forget like what time it is it could even be that you're watching it for example in your lunch break and then suddenly it just rolls onto the next episode without you even thinking like with the net especially with netflix it just it gives you like what five ten seconds before you can say yes or no to click to the next episode it's like um it's crazy and you you end up just watching so much that maybe you like are late to going back to work and that could especially happen now since a lot of people are working from home um or studying from home as well it's it can get to a point where that can be extremely unhealthy and you need to say well no and low-key i think netflix have clocked onto this and they have realized that this can be unhealthy so what they've done is for certain series now they release it weekly um there are also some series that they just release all at once but the newer series like the original content they tend to release weekly and i think that's a smart move for netflix because you also need to think about your like the health of your customers whether they were thinking about the health of their like uh consumers who knows but i would like to think that they were and you know binge watching in moderation is good but it's it can get really unhealthy really quickly now the final con that i wanted to say and this is i think this is more particularly aimed at me like this is really really aimed at me um because i have like the memory of dory let's just say that so what could end up happening is you could finish a show like especially if it's like one two seasons you could finish it so quickly like super quickly within like a day or two depending on like episode lengths right you could finish it and then completely forget the storyline like completely and forget even sometimes that you've even watched it i am such a victim of this like i have seen a lot of shows on netflix a lot of shows on prime um to the point where sometimes i won't even remember whether i've watched it or not 
uh, because I've watched it that quickly. And I think in that perspective, releasing episodes weekly makes a show more memorable because then you have something A, to look forward to every week and B, like, um, you can, I guess, you just, you, you're able to spend more than just two days thinking about this show, like, you have the build-up to the episode that's being released every week to actually watching the episode to waiting for the next episode, and it's like a cycle, that way the, the show kind of sticks in your head a little bit more, so I think that's why, it's a con for me at least, I mean, I'm sure some of you guys out there have seen a show too quickly and have like literally forgotten the entire of, pl- of the plot of it um and yeah I'm definitely a victim of that so I think those are the main pros and cons of binge watching for me at least let me know if you guys have any more pros and cons like why do you guys binge watch why do you guys maybe think binge watching is not that great sometimes like let me know I'm always open to hearing some more stuff but those are the ones that I thought about and the things that I felt um affected my like um binge watching habits so i mentioned a little bit before in the previous segment um about you know the pros uh in the pros and cons there were some types of binge watching now i me being the nerd that i am like even with just the research about like why was it so popular at that time in the background i decided to do something else now and i think i have decided to categorize binge watching which is a it's a bold statement right to to try and classify this type of thing um but i think i figured out how you can classify it so with each this is gonna sound so weird but i've thought about this so much right so with each show that you watch right you will have two characteristics assigned to it right so the first of this will either be whether it's a short series or a long series this is really simple it's either like what so i classify a long series as like above three seasons right like that's long to me or it can maybe like be determined by the number of episodes you have per season the length of these episodes that you have per season like all of these contribute to i guess whether it's short and whether it's long but let's just say for argument's sake above three seasons to me is like a long series right then you have the short ones which is under uh, like under three seasons one two or three seasons or only like two or three episodes like all limited series which i will talk about soon um and i think that's the first ca- uh, characteristic that you give it it's very simple like non-subjective thing if you apply the correct like um rules to it you know it's a very non-subjective thing the next thing becomes a little bit more subjective because it's about whether like whether you find what you're watching to be quite like it needs all of your attention or you can scroll through your phone through social media whilst you're watching it right and i've categorized these two into intense and mindless right intense being a show that you really need to focus on you need to um, actually sit down and make time and have your full attention watching it because everything in there is so intricately done and detailed that it just needs all of your attention, right? 
Then you've got mindless, which is the best, basically the thing that I mentioned before is that you could just have it on in the background, like while you're cooking, cleaning, doing work, studying, like anything that you, that, that you feel like essentially, just to have on as like a comfort type thing, you know? So it's not quiet or you don't really wanna listen to music, so just do that and have that on in the background. Um, and for me, I call that mindless watching. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's not good, because there are a lot of shows that I've categorized as mindless that I wouldn't necessarily say are bad. Like some of them are like my favorite things in the world. Um, it, it just means that it's not heavy. It's not like requiring a lot of your brain power to like, to enjoy, which is not a bad thing. So, like sometimes for me, I've seen majority of the series that I've seen are mindless binges rather than, um, I don't know, I guess, um, the intense binges. Um, now, now, this is where the part where you can, like, concatenate, like, a short mindless binge, or a long mindless binge, or a short intense binge, or a long intense binge, um, which is where I'm gonna give some examples. Um, so I've decided to pick out a few examples of wh where I would categorize specific series, like, as you can see, I spent a lot of time on this and I'm just, I'm really excited to like just do this. Um, but I thought it was an interesting thing to just do. So let's start off with short, intense binges. So I would say that The Queen's Gambit, which is a new series that is out on Netflix, um, is a, a short, intense binge. Then you've got Maniac, which is a another short, intense um, binge that's on Netflix. The Boys, which is on Amazon Prime, which has two seasons. So technically it's still a short, um, and I think it's an intense binge because you really do need to focus on every single detail of the episode, like, because there's a lot going on. And Black Mirror. And I think that's it for, I guess, short, intense binges, because I think sometimes if you've got an intense, like, compelling show, they tend to make, um, um, more... And, like, there are so many other examples, there's, like, um, I think there's a series on Netflix called Fall, which is, like, I would count as, like, a short, intense binge. Like, there are so many shows that my mom has seen that are, like, would be classified as short, intense binges. Um, like... There are so many, like countless amounts of them that you could say. And yeah, I would, I've, I think, yeah, so there's like a countless amount of um, intense binges on Netflix or on just any streaming site or whatever. Now let's move on to long intense binges. So I've already mentioned a few of these um, when I was talking about like where the rise in popularity of bin the word binge watching came from or just binge watching culture in general. And these would be like Game of Thrones, Breaking Bad, Suits, um, How to Get Away with Murder, Orange is the New Black. Um, for me, I have not, well, I've seen Suits. I've seen some episodes of How to Get Away with Murder. Um, but I think the one for me is the one that I've seen as like an intense binge that's long would be Black Mirror. Black Mirror is like my intense binge, uh, my long intense binge uh, go-to show if I were to ever like, I guess, suggest one. Black Mirror is amazing. I love it. I wish I would have come up with the concept like Black Mirror. It's so cool. Um, but yeah, these are like just examples of some of the intense uh, binges. So let's move on to mindless binges. So mindless 
short and mindless long. Now, if I'm being perfectly honest, a lot of mindless shows don't necessarily have um, short into it, unless it's just coming out. You know what I mean? Like, um, there's two new series on Netflix at the moment, one that is Christmas themed and one that um, is just on there at the moment, um, that to me are mindless and they're short, but I could see there being more seasons of that coming out, which could mean that in the future it could become a long series, but at the moment it's a short series. So my first example is Emily in Paris, literally just got put on um, Netflix and it's, yeah, it's definitely a mindless, a mindless um, short series. Then you've got um, Dash and Lily, which I'll talk about a little bit more later. Um, and again, that is just a short uh, mindless binge. Then you've got, okay, if I had to pick a favorite type of binge watching, I think you guys could already tell where this was going is that my favorite type of mindless, uh, my favorite type of binge would be the long mindless binges because they're just, they're such comforting shows, you know, they just make you feel like, oh, this is so nice. Like you get to spend so much time with these characters and like you get, you feel like you know them. And like, that's my favorite type of show. Um, I can't say my mom would agree. She's very much on like the, in like the short or intense spectrum. So like I count, I, I watch more series that are mindless and that my mom is more on like the intense, um, binge spectrum so like yeah that's that's how I feel and I think um a few of my favorites right new girl absolutely loved it it definitely beat the curse of like um it being the quality of the show decreasing over time it definitely didn't it was like quality throughout fresh prince I absolutely loved I watched that like ages ago loved it Gossip Girl, I mean, quality fluctuated here and there, but it was still something to watch. And Blake Lively, Blake Lively, I mean, come on. Um, then you've got like Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which I absolutely love. It's such a amazing, like, it is a great show. I've already spoken about this like way back in the beginning of the podcast, but Brooklyn Nine-Nine, incredible show. Community, uh, Gilmore Girls, and then like The Office US, which was like, absolutely iconic. Parks and Rec, you know, The Good Place, um, gosh, like, there is just so many friends, like, there are just so many. Um, the only thing that could happen with Mindless Binges is that because sometimes the quality of these shows kind of fluctuate over time, it could get to a point where the show's quality is, like, super, super, like, meh and um you just don't feel like finishing it but then that's your choice you can just choose to not watch or not consume any more of it simple as that um at least you don't have to wait like week on weekend to just like um make this decision instead you can just be like yeah no from this point on don't fancy watching it anymore but i would still prefer uh long mindless binges any day of the week so i guess this is that's it i've i feel like this has gone really quickly but I've been really enjoying talking about this because I do watch too, one too many series, um, like, just constantly. And I'm that type of person to also have, like, be watching, like, three different series at once because I'll get bored of one and then I'll go to another and then once I feel bored of that one, I'll go back to a different one and then, like, start a new one. And it's just, like, all over the place. But, yes, that's how I feel. And I absolutely... Um, I guess the, the whole thing about this is 
whether you think binge watching is bad or not like it's here it's present in our way of life especially now more than ever because we can't exactly go out to the cinema or do anything like you know go out and see friends or like go out to um I guess like I don't know just do things like go out for a walk in the park with your friend or go to a theme park or anything like that like you it's it's become a comfort to binge watch and I think it's really interesting to just understand why we binge watch where it came from the pros and cons of it and for me what types of binge watching there is which is why I wanted to do this episode so I hope you enjoyed like me talking about this so it is now time for the infamous segment of the show um which is the recommend or to the back end segment so this week yes again i have come through for you guys i have both a recommend and a to the back end so here they are the first well should we start off bad first yeah let's go with bad first so the first series that i watched i binge watched it in like a day uh very unhealthy but you know we move um is dash and lily which is what I mentioned before in the types of binge watching segment. Now, Dash and Lily is basically a Christmas themed one series long show executively produced by the Jonas Brothers. Um, And it's basically just about two teenagers who are younger than me and they just don't look younger than me and that makes me feel really uncomfortable. and they're like them living in New York and falling in love wow at Christmas time another wow um and it was just hmm for me it just it's it's one of those shows where it's like yeah this is not how teenagers act like if you're trying to appeal to like relatability of teenagers yet it's not very relatable uh, still, like, I still watched it. It was still kind of enjoyable at places, but I would not, like, go back and rewatch this or, like, rave or recommend this to people. Like, it's not one of those type of shows. So, you know, it's all good. Um, so that leaves me to my recommend for this week. And I don't think I've recommended this yet. I'm just checking. Yeah, I haven't. But I did see this a long time ago. So I would like to say to all of you guys out there, who have already seen this show, who have already been raving about it to everyone, right? I watched this time ago with my mum. We binge watched it within like three days, okay? Keeping on the trend of binge watching, right? We binge watched this epi- this series in three days. And this is called The Queen's Gambit. Now, if you have not been living under a rock, then you definitely know what The Queen's Gambit is. It has got the amazing Anya Taylor-Joy in it and can I just say like if she does not win like an award for her performance in this film I will definitely call like all all sorts of like I don't know like outrage (laughs) if that's what you want to say but The Queen's Gambit is essentially about it's set in the 60s so already I'm won over by the aesthetic um it's only seven episodes long Rotten Tomatoes 100% when are you ever going to get a Rotten Tomatoes like 100% for a series as well insane um so it's set during the Cold War era and an orphaned chess prodigy prodigy Beth Harmon played by um Anya Taylor-Joy 
and um, she struggles with addiction in a quest to become the greatest chess player in the world. Um, now, this series is incredible. Unfortunately, it's not based on a true life story, although my mom really wishes it was based on a true life story, but it's just incredible. It's so good. It's it's one of those series where you genuinely feel like, like for starters, the costumes in this series are brilliant. The aesthetic, the camera shots, the plot, the acting, all of it is so incredible. And I, I will gush about this film forever. I wrote a letterbox review on this and like I wrote something, I don't remember what I wrote, but I wrote something about like it not just being about chess. And it actually makes chess interesting as well, which is insane. But it is an incredible show and it's more than just her playing chess. I think it's really important to realise that. So if you have not watched the show already, what are you doing? Go and watch it right now. It is insane. Um, and you should also check out my review on it on Letterboxd because if once you've seen it and once you read the review, you will understand that it's just so much more than just um, about her playing chess, which is incredible. So we have reached the end of this week's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, so if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, definitely give the podcast a subscribe there. And whilst you're there, why don't you give it a five-star rating and a brilliant review saying how much you love it, because I know you guys do. Um, and it helps just more people find the podcast, which is great. And if you're subscribed, it helps you keep updated with when the new episodes of the podcast are coming out. So if you're listening on all of the other ones, so I'm talking Google Podcasts, I'm talking Spotify Podcasts, I'm talking Overcast, any of those other podcast listening platforms, you can give my podcast a follow there to keep up, uh, up to date when all the episodes are coming out. Um, if you want some behind the scenes, some promo, just like to keep up to date with the podcast in general and get updates on it, you should follow my socials at Deets with Dita for both Instagram and Twitter. Also, if you want to suggest me some recommend to the back ends or just tell me what you think of the show, you can uh, tell me on those handles too. I'd love to know what you guys are thinking about the show. Um, and if you want to know what shows that I am or films I'm watching on a day-to-day -day basis that I don't necessarily get to talk about in the episode, you can follow me on my Letterboxd account, which is underscore Nandita underscore. Um, I, I put a bunch of reviews on there. I make a bunch of lists on there. Just just go check it out. It's pretty cool there. Um, <laughs> all, for all you film nerds. And um, I guess next week's episode, we're bringing a guest back. That's right, we have another returning guest coming back for the podcast and we will be talking about musicals. So I'll let you have a think about who this may be, who will um, be joining me on this musicals podcast episode. With that being said, thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it and I will see you all next week. Bye everyone! Bye.